Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 164 of the In Squash podcast. And uh, I'm your host, Jerry Gibson. And before we uh, get started today, I just want to thank uh, everybody who listens uh, and welcome uh, any new listeners to the podcast. And uh, welcome back to any uh, frequent listeners to the podcast. Really appreciate everybody for, for listening and for sharing, retweeting, liking, giving us a like on Instagram, giving me a shout out. I had a uh, shout out there on LinkedIn the other day, actually. I, I, sometimes I share the, the pod there on LinkedIn. I got a, a message from a listener on LinkedIn. Uh, so thanks so much to everyone for that. And today, uh, it's one of those uh, episodes where uh, I think I was shot out of a cannon. I was so excited to speak to, uh, you know, without question, and I've said this several times uh, before, my favorite uh, my favorite player uh, on tour, the favorite guy to watch, and I just like his... Uh, his laid-back personality, the the, the the way with which he plays the game, his stroke uh, play is just amazing. His movement is fluid. Uh, he can do just about anything with the ball. Uh, world number three, Kareem Abdul Gawad, is on the podcast, and uh, we had a really, really uh, tremendous chat. You know, he's just sort of, uh, you know, he's one of those... Uh, maybe understated type of guys and all the Egyptians are really respectful of the other uh, of their competitors uh, especially in the post-match interviews so um, you're not I wasn't really sure what I was going to get today uh, the, similarly uh, with uh, Marwan and uh, Mohammed El Sherbagi both extremely re- pr- professional uh, off the court and respectful of their their peers and uh, they came on and they they were absolutely amazing well uh, you know I was shot out of a cannon and uh, Kareem was just so anecdotal, so expressive. He expressed uh, his thoughts on several topics that uh, we got into today, uh, including sort of his, his backstory on the tour where he, he won the world championship, beat Brami Asher in 2016 in the final. And um, uh, then he got to uh, world number one. And shortly uh, thereafter that, uh, he had a bit of a, a letdown period. And uh, I wasn't uh, really privy to a bit of the, a few of the details that he uh, brings up in the podcast today but uh, uh, we go there and we talk about the return to squash and how uh, um, how he approached it and how he prepared for the return and what he's been uh, what he had been doing uh, since he was away uh, this was uh, we we spoke uh, about a week after uh, Manchester just before uh, they hit the courts there at the, the season end uh, championship which is ongoing right now in fact uh, as we speak uh, Kareem is one and one I think he lost his first match in a close one to Diego Elias and then he won his second round in a, in a big win over uh, world number two Ali Farag so uh, he must have felt good about that and I know he felt good about being back on home soil. He talks about uh, what it means to him to uh, to play in Egypt. And we also go down the road of uh, Joey and uh, PJ frequently uh, bringing up his love for pizza. And we get the whole story behind that. It's uh, probably uh, definitely not what you think. He kind of... Uh, mentioned it a little bit in his post-match interview after I think his match against Simon Rosner in the Manchester Open but uh, uh, yes we get the whole story uh, behind the pizza uh, uh, issue with uh, PJ and Joey always sort of uh, poking fun at him for his diet well there's more to it than just that so uh, Kareem Abdul Gawad on the podcast today now uh, before uh, we get any further I just want to tell you about our tremendous, uh, tremendous uh, sponsor, uh, Active Scout. 
Active Scout is about ready to roll out their their app, which is working its way. Uh, I think they went through a new build, and it's going to uh, help clubs grow and expand their membership base. Well, at Active Scout, I think they're ready to roll it out right now. We're going to have uh, Rob Eberhardt, the man behind the app. Uh, he'll be coming on to take us through, walk us through what it is. You've heard me talk about it here on the podcast uh, several times, so you won't have to wait much longer uh, to see for yourself what it's all about. So if you're looking for more information about Active Scout, feel free to visit their website at www.activescout.com. That's Active Scout without without the E. So I'm not ashamed to say, I, uh, as I said, uh, extremely excited uh, to be speaking to uh, to this man today. World number three, Kareem Abdul-Gawad on the podcast. Hi, Kareem. Hi, Gary. How are you? Oh, hey. How are you? I'm good. And you? Uh, great, great. Uh, thanks for doing this, Kareem. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, great. Well, I uh, uh, don't want to keep you from your training, so... Uh, uh, let, let's get right into it, if you don't mind, okay? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Sure, uh, yeah first yeah. of all, I just want a full full disclosure. Uh, you know, there's so many uh, great players out there, and uh, on the men's and women's sides, I, I have my favorites. But uh, you're uh, by far my my uh, my favorite player on the tour. So th- this is a Thanks, special sure. day for my podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> In fact, uh, now I've got you to blame for this because. Uh, Last week, uh, I think it was after your match with uh, with Simon Rosner, Manchester. Yeah, I had a mm-hmm. game the next day, and uh, yeah. I mean, you probably know this. You've probably heard it several times. You were moving extremely well uh, around the court and uh, just doing lots with the ball. So I thought, you know, at my ripe old age of fifty, that I could do the same thing uh, as you. Mm-hmm. So I went, I went on to the court uh, that day and. Uh, uh, well, it didn't. I mean, still, I played pretty well. You inspired me, but I, I don't think I can move as well as as you do. Uh, that's nice to hear that uh, <laughs> you played well. Uh, moving is always uh, tricky, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's not it's not my uh, my skill set at, at my age these days. So I think I should focus maybe more on your 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 racket work technique as opposed to uh, your ability to to get around the court. Yeah, just maybe uh, do a bit, uh, a bit more solo. That that helps a lot with uh, technique and stuff. Yes, yeah. Well, yeah. I was, anyways, I was pretty happy with uh, with my play. But uh, you inspired me to move better, and uh, it's gonna just get keep on uh, getting better, I think. But uh, again, really appreciate you uh, coming on. Now, uh, how how's it been to be back home? I guess you're back in uh, in Cairo now uh, after uh, spending a bit of time in, in the UK? Uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to be uh, back back home, uh, play, play a tournament here in, in Egypt. It's always uh, special for me, uh, having my friends, family, uh, uh, every everyone around. Um, uh, and I enjoyed the uh, last week in, in Manchester. Uh, I think I played uh, some good squash. wasn't uh, wasn't expecting to uh, to play uh, 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 such high quality after uh, five or six months off. Everyone uh, did uh, play great, and everyone uh, did, didn't seem like anyone was was out for for month uh, months and uh, without without competition. Everyone played well. Uh, it was uh, 
uh, it's different, different routine, different everything. You know, you, you're not allowed to practice when 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 we were in Manchester. We were not allowed to practice. Uh, we were not allowed to to go uh, out of uh, out of the room. Uh, uh, you know, go outside or anything. So it uh, it was hard, and as we're still doing the same here in in Egypt. Uh, I've always enjoyed playing in Egypt. I've always enjoyed like I didn't I didn't. Uh, feel that I'm playing a tournament. I feel like I'm I'm spending my day normally, like what what I do in training. Uh, just go to to the match, play the match, and then just have uh, you know the the normal routine. Uh, this 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 time is different because we're in the bubble, so we're we're not allowed to see. Uh, you know, you know, I'm not allowed to see my wife. I'm not allowed to see my family, my friends. Uh, even if even if they're watching, we can't talk to them we can't say hi or anything so it's different but uh but uh, we're happy to be back competing so uh uh that's that's the most important for us yeah absolutely and uh yeah you're you're 100 right i was really impressed with the with the level uh, of squash in manchester last week but it must have been uh must have been different hey eh? uh having you know, no one in the gallery, not having a, a sometimes I don't usually see you with a coach, but uh, not having the uh, opportunity to have a coach there with you. Uh, what was that like with, uh, you know, not not having a gallery as well? I mean, uh, that must have been maybe a bit unusual. Or did you expect, you know, it's, I guess it's just like playing or training with your friends anyways. You might not have a, a gallery on those occasions. Yeah, it's uh, tournaments are, are I used to, you know it's it's always different than training and uh, I'm I'm a kind of uh, of a person that enjoys playing tournament and who plays in the in the tournament much better than than uh, in the training you know and when when I just feel a bit of pressure I just play much much better um, in training I just focus on uh, uh, some things that I feel I'm missing uh, uh, without without pressure I don't I, I'm not I'm not uh, uh, I'm not playing my best squash and I'm not uh, giving 100%. So uh, tournaments are always different. From the having having people watching is, is always uh, nice and, and unique, you know, and especially especially when you go to some places where, where people uh, understand, understand the game, understand and appreciate the, the good, uh, uh, good shot and appreciate, appreciate a good match. So uh, they always make a uh, big difference. Uh, for example, when uh, when we played the pyramids last year, uh, there were a huge difference between uh, the first rounds until uh, the semi-finals. Semi-finals people started to come. Uh, there were no tickets left for, and, and uh, every, all the tickets were sold out. So y- you can feel the difference. Uh, <clears throat> it's it's. It's totally different playing with uh, with people around than playing without. But as as I told you, it's uh, it's something we all have to adapt to, and uh, it's 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 either to accept this or uh, accept this or not play any any of the tournaments. So it's it's nice to compete again. It's nice uh, to have something that uh, uh, you train for and. Uh, it's it's nice to have what what we live for. So I'm 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 glad that we're back competing. I know it's it's different, but it's it's nice to be back competing. 
Yeah, 100%. And it's uh, fantastic uh, to, to see you guys competing again. It, it was really, really uh, wonderful to, to see the great squash. It probably uh, felt like it might not happen, eh? I mean, uh, it just seemed to, there, there was a bit of delay and a bit of delay. And then, but then suddenly the PSA, I think they'd been working really, really hard to make things happen. And then finally, uh, Manchester arrived. And now we have a, a few more events, uh, fortunately, there in Egypt coming up as well. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm like we are all grateful to uh, you know the CIB Bank because uh, and especially uh, Mr. Hussein Abaza because this this uh, this guy who uh, is helping the, the the tour and he's he's doing a lot for the tour. You know, it's when when I talk to him to thank him for for having uh, uh, two main events and we're supposed to have also Guna, but. Uh, Sadly, it's, it's not happening in November. I think it's happening in April. But uh, we have, like, this guy, I wanna, when I called him and to, to thank him for doing this, he, he said, like, uh, I don't care if, if, if we're selling tickets or not. The, the, the only thing I care for is uh, for you guys uh, to compete and, uh, and uh, to, to do what you deserve. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing this to help you guys and to see you compete eating again and see you uh, doing what you like the most so a big thank for him because without him I don't think the tour uh, were easily going to happen again soon because we, you know we, ha we have Manchester and then we have Qatar and I, I, there's nothing else around in the calendar without those two tournaments it will be hard to uh, to do to do competition or to play competitions and compete and, and be back uh, competing and playing tournaments oh yeah for sure a uh, huge huge uh, uh, debt of gratitude to the CI what is his name again uh, Kareem the, the CIB uh, bank uh, CEO yeah. um, uh, Hussein Hussein Abozo Okay, well, thanks to him and uh, for for yeah. great support uh, of our game, and it's guys, uh, you know, support like that that we need, uh, really need right now. So, uh, special thanks should go out to to him for sure. Uh, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now, Kareem, I, ju I just want to talk uh, a little bit about your performance uh, last week. Uh, uh, in Manchester, which, uh, as I told you already, uh, inspired me and I think inspired a lot of people. Uh, of course, uh, there were several others who, on the men's and women's side, who just played incredible squash. But uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to you, uh, I thought the draw played out rather in, in an interesting way for you because you had uh, three guys on the way uh, uh, to the final that you have a little bit of uh, uh, interesting history with. Uh, Declan James, of course, uh, Simon yeah. Rosner, and then uh, an incredible match against Marwan uh, El Shabagi. Um, now, just uh, in terms of uh, your performance, you I, get, I think you already mentioned it, but uh, how satisfied were you with the way you uh, played and with the uh, with finishing uh, runner-up in that event? Um, of course, I was very satisfied uh, reaching the finals of the first tournament uh, after a few months off. Uh, of course, of course, I wanted to uh, to win the finals, and of course, I uh, I was looking forward to uh, to win another title. Uh, Mohammed uh, played some amazing squash in the finals. I was uh, uh, I was close to win the fourth, and uh, no one knows uh, uh, how things will go in the fifth. Uh, but I I just I just keep learning every day, uh, and 
every single match I just learn something from it and I will keep learning until the last day of my career of course in, in squash uh, uh, before I started the tournament I was uh, I was so uh, uh, I, I wasn't happy of uh, from my performance in, in, uh, in training uh, I I actually had like the last couple of days before I leave I like I was supposed to do a very uh, uh, easy training and uh, I was I wasn't going to push too much but I just talked to my uh, uh, coach that I was, I'm, I'm very unsatisfied I'm not happy I'm not performing well I, I wasn't thinking I'm, I was going to do well in the tournament I didn't want to go to the tournament actually from the beginning but because uh, we, we just we just started uh, or myself at least I don't know the others but I started pushing too much in training end of July after five months of just doing very small and easy things back home, inside the house, we're not allowed to go outside the house. So uh, uh, I, I told him it's, it's a very short period to to recover and come back and, and, and do well in the tournament. But, but he pushed me too much and he said, this is just a, a tournament to uh, try the, the new rules and... Uh, to uh, to start competing again and don't think about winning or losing just go on court and and enjoy and try to see how things will go in order to uh, to play better in, in Egypt and the, tour- in the next tournament which is more important uh, for us so uh, I just pushed too much in the last two days which is that's that's normally what I don't do uh, before a tournament I just take it easy before the tournament starts but I just I just played more matches I did the uh, double matches and I did uh, I increased my training. Uh, I wasn't happy, but when I went when I went there, I started the first round against Lucas Serb. Of mm. course, he's uh, he's a great. Oh player. yeah, I forgot about I forgot about that match. That was a that was a great match. That, that went yeah, five games, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's a great player. He's uh, he's uh, very strong physically on court. He's very quick on court. Uh, a one in five. I don't think I. I did play the, the my, my best squash, but he was he was playing great squash. So, uh, but from there, I think I I did great and uh, uh, winning uh, deck in uh, in three. This is something unusual. Uh, we normally go f- uh, to five games. We played a lot and most of most of the match. I think I won I won one time uh, three love in in uh, TUC. Other than that, we always played uh, three two matches. So, uh, and then Simon Rosner, which I think we played more than 15 times on tour. <laughs> and it's always a tough match. Always a bad match. Yeah, yeah, Marwana Shurbagi, it's, uh, it's, it's always tricky playing him. is very uh, clever on court. He well, can I want, come back. Kareem, I wanted to ask you about Marwan because, uh, you know, he, as you said, he's very tricky uh, to play on court. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, I mean... I, I personally, and maybe may correct me if you, you if you think I'm wrong, but he was one of the other guys who really looked like he came prepared and, and looked like he was playing at a slightly, you know, he's always had at a high level, but he was playing at a very high level, uh, you know, indicative because of his uh, his excellent performance against Ali uh, the night before. Mm. Did you feel that as well? Yeah, like. Uh... I think he he played great squash, and I think he uh, uh, his match with Ali was uh, uh, 
it was just insane and they both, both played the great squash uh, first game 37 minutes it's just unbelievable uh, it it showed like how how tough uh, physically and mentally they are to to go for a first game 37 minutes uh, no one uh, giving uh, cheap points mm. uh, playing a very long match uh, i i knew it's uh, for sure it it uh, uh, Like the next day, he he won't be 100% fit. That's why when I want him court, I just wanted not to take too long. If if I'm gonna win for sure, but didn't want to take too long on court, especially with the top player with Simon. But I know it's it's gonna be an advantage for me. Uh, uh, to be honest, the next day on court, I didn't see him uh, uh, tired physically. He was still uh, fresh and he was still fit. Uh, I managed to to win the first two games, which is very important uh, uh, against uh, against Marwan. You know, I'm 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 usually a slow starter, but playing someone like Marwan, uh, for example, it's, uh, it's if if he wins the first game, it's it's gonna be very tough the rest of the match because he can he he can you know win points very easily, and that that's what happened in the, in the third and fourth. I was. 6-3 I think up in the third and he uh, uh, and he won this game 11-6 and, and, and it's in less than three minutes the the next the next game I was 8-4 up and suddenly I found myself down 9-8 so luckily yeah. I won the fourth game because it's you can't give easy games or easy points to more one especially so of course I'm satisfied of the way I played uh, it actually it made me uh, Uh, more hungry and uh, uh, looking looking forward more to uh, the next tournaments. Absolutely, uh, yeah, I couldn't have uh, said it better myself. Uh, that that was a really uh, an incredible performance by both you and Marwan and many of the other players uh, throughout that event, and it, it was uh, great to watch. Uh, now the final was like you, like you said earlier, and as I mentioned, um, a message I sent to you, it could have gone, especially that. Uh, You know, had you taken it to a fifth game, could have gone either way, and you had your your chances. It was just a point here and there, really, in that, uh, you know, in that in that fourth game that really uh, that really turned it around. So uh, you were obviously pretty satisfied with your with your result, and you should be because I thought I think everybody thought you played well. But uh, looking back at it now, what do you think was the the difference there when uh, when it was crunch time, when it mattered uh, the most in those critical points? Uh, sorry, can you re- just repeat the question again because uh, I didn't I didn't hear it well. Okay, sorry, Kareem. Uh, yeah, I was just saying the final was a fantastic match, and uh, yeah. as we talked about earlier, it could have gone either way, and it came down to really one or two points there. That uh, you know, had you taken that fourth game, it could have gone either way, like you said. So uh, you know, you did play well, you played extremely well, but uh, during those critical moments where it could have gone either way, what do you think uh, was yeah. the difference? It's it's, it's the way uh, you know, Muhammad for me is is one of the most experienced player, players on tour. He's uh, is one of the most consistent players uh, ever on tour. Is uh, I think. Lost. I, I mean, in back in 2016 and uh, 2017, uh, most of the finals I was playing against uh, Mohammed uh, Guti for sure. He just AP also played uh, some amazing squash with uh, consistent performance back in 2016 and 17. 
but in the last two seasons, uh, uh, Muhammad and Ali played 99, I think, percent of the finals. So uh, they are very consistent the last two seasons. Uh, so playing against him is uh, it's, it's it's always hard. You know, it's uh, Muhammad is is very hard to it's it's very hard to beat. He's uh, very experienced. Um, I think also in the last few months he improved his. Uh, his he's he's always been uh, a tough physical player, uh, but he always added too much in his uh, technique, his squash techniques, which which I tell you is uh, uh, it's very uh, you know it's it's good for the young players to see someone like Muhammad. Uh, to, uh, been world number one for I think more than three. And uh, mm. turning 30, but he's still improving his his skills and he's still improving his game. I think he improved his game a lot in the last few months uh, where we had uh, uh, we were out of competition. He improved his game. Um, as you said, it's uh, it was uh, a good match. Uh, um, I started well the first game. Uh, started the second game uh, three love up, uh, but. Playing him is he's very experienced. Uh, well, we both are experienced, but he he is for sure he has more experience playing more matches and then the, in the to, uh, tour uh, reaching more finals. So he's uh, he used the experience. I I did a couple of mistakes in in this match, which uh, I obviously learned from. Uh, fourth game was very important. Uh, I was ten eight up. Uh, didn't play the last few points in the best way, so uh, maybe I was thinking too much about the fifth. Maybe uh, I were I was uh, a bit in rush to win points, so I just lost the fourth, which is which was very crucial and very important. Who no one ever knows how things will go in the fifth. I I normally play the fifth game uh, very well, and I'm. Uh, I, I won many five set matches, so uh, yeah. That, so, you, lo- uh, you love the well. You play really well in fifth. I've, I've noticed that you're 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 a good man to bet on if it goes to the fifth game. If I have money to burn, yeah, but, I bet it on you. Fifth game. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. But I have to change this to be honest because I'm oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting older now, so I can, my body won't. Handle many five set uh, matches. After yeah, yeah no, exactly. Yeah, no, I know the feeling. Yeah, uh, I used to be a five set uh, guy as well, and then uh, couldn't walk. When you can't walk the next day, that's not good. Uh, I guess you you mentioned earlier 2016, 2017. They were really uh, incredible years for you. Uh, in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, you won the the World Open famously, uh, and you beat Rami Asher in the final there. And then also shortly after that, you got to um, uh, world number one. Uh, and I spoke to Norhan uh, Gohar. She was on my podcast about two weeks ago, and I talked to her about that sort of period where she, you know, she had similar early success in her career. And then she kind of had a bit of a uh, letdown there for uh, a little while. And then obviously she's come back and now she's world number one again. Did you, yeah. uh, did you feel, uh, you know, during that period, cause I, actually I did meet you. You don't remember, uh, I didn't introduce myself, but we, we met at the coffee bar downstairs at the Emirates golf club. Uh, 
um, okay. during the PSA Super Series final. Uh, uh-huh. You were there. Um, but during that 2016-2017 period, did you experience maybe, uh, I wouldn't say it would be similar, be, but uh, like a, a bit of a letdown in your own way, sort of mentally, uh, because you came back in, I think, 2018 and 2019 especially were absolutely uh, excellent years for you. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's uh, uh, 2016, 2017 uh, was my best uh, season of, of my career, but uh, uh, there were a lot of work before this in, in order to be able to uh, to reach to the performance I had uh, back in 2016 and 17. Uh, I did too much work. I, I worked a lot uh, in my uh, physicality. I worked a lot in my squash. Wise, I I was uh, just uh, training a lot. Uh, unfortunately, uh, when I reached to to my goal, which uh, which I won the uh, world championships and uh, reaching world number one, uh, I reached world number one at the end of the season, which is May, uh, last tournament of the season. I didn't. Uh, I didn't play uh, my best. I was so tired and so exhausted. Uh, didn't play my best, losing to still one of the best players on tour, which is uh, Tariq Momin in the quarterfinals. Uh, I was a bit unlucky because if the season ended anyway, or the tournament ended anyway, unless uh, Gauthier won this tournament, I, I was still going to be world number one. But he still played uh, amazing squash and he won the tournament and he uh took word number one from me uh i was still hungry i i still wanted to i was looking forward for the next season i wanted to come back and uh, and and be word number one again i was so unlucky having uh i had a sports hernia injury by the end of the season uh i went i went to uh uh germany uh like if if we had like a two or three months off uh, we usually have one month off without training or three weeks, and then we start having our preseason. Actually, it took me like to to just because when I went to Germany, they told me it's, uh, it's uh, we should have an operation, but they they didn't want me to to go to uh, uh, for an operation because you know in Germany it's, the operations are the last solution they they have. They they don't like having operations that easily. Uh, right. So they just wanted me to. I stayed there for for a whole month. Uh, had all kinds of exercises, and I uh, I had a lot of strengthening. Uh, my my only goal at this period was just not to go for an operation and uh, just try to strength my body and finish this without an operation. So um, I didn't have a good preseason. Uh, I had a three weeks off until I took the visa for for Germany, and then I went uh, to Germany to Rami's uh, Rami Ashur's uh, doctor, uh, and we started from there. We took another another month as a pre uh, as a, just strengthening and trying to heal from the injury. So I, I found myself very late to uh, to practice. There were only three weeks. Uh, until the beginning of the season, I didn't I didn't have a good preseason, and I uh, I just had a very bad season because of this. Because you know, it's normally the preseason which it gives you the 
the ability to 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 stand on your feet and play good squash and be strong physically recover well everything just in the two months we you have in the beginning of the season because during the season you don't have any time to practice it's just a lot of tournaments we play more than 13 tournaments a year so you don't have time to uh, to practice in, in between mm. uh, so I had a very tough time at this period I didn't have a good season uh, I went back from world number two till uh, number eight in the world I think at that time Um uh, so by the end of the season, uh, I had a very good season and uh, uh, just come I came back more to number three or four. I was very consistent, uh, slightly consistent because I reached the semifinals of uh, the most of the tournaments, like ninety percent of the tournaments. But I was uh, I used to lose to uh, Ali Farag and Mohammed Shurbag, and they were the only two players uh, beating me at this time. Yeah. So uh, I, I would say I was consistent, but I wasn't sharp enough or uh, uh, strong enough to to beat them, to reach reach world number two and and then one again. So that's that's one thing that I I want to work on or I started working on uh, this preseason uh, to try and beat uh, world number one and world number two. And be consistent enough for not losing from the other other very tough and good players. Well, I, I mean, you look uh, like I said at the outset of our, our chat here today. I mean, you looked very, very fit, fast, focused. Uh, you're playing your 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 great shots. Backhand looked great. The whole you had the ball moving around the court. So uh, I really think uh, you know things are going going to be uh, just fine, Kareem. So keep up the uh, the great squash and all the best in the event coming up. But before you go, uh, I did want to ask you because every, every time you play on, uh, you know, every time there's the PSA, uh, the squash TV, and I think Joe, you mentioned it in the interview uh, after your win against, um, I think it was Simon or Marwan, uh, they were talking about you and, and your love for pizza during uh, squash events. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so it's just uh, uh, and you kind of you made a little you you commented on that during the interview but if you could if you don't mind give us the the backstory there because it, uh, literally every time you play they either talk about how much you love pizza or you know how relaxed you are uh the, the funny thing about it is uh um i hate like i i'm pizza is not my favorite meal to have but uh I, I actually don't like pizza that much and I don't like, like when I have a cheat meal or something, I never go uh, for pizza. But uh, uh, it happened back, I think, in uh, 2014 or 15 when I reached the semifinals of uh, uh, Alambridge uh, Open. Uh, okay. And that's that's that was my first ever tournament to reach uh, a semifinals of uh, uh, a, a big event. Uh, I had uh, I had Omar Musa at the first round, which uh, which I wow. he was playing his best squash ever. He, he reached world number three, I think he was runner up in the world uh, uh, world championships. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't expecting to to beat him, and I I uh, uh, our match was was the end of the day, like last match of the day, which was, I think it was eight eight, eight p.m. or something. Mm -hmm. So I finished by nine p.m. Uh, until I recovered, went back to the hotel. It was almost 10 p.m. when I just googled uh, to find a place to eat. 
the the only place where we open was uh, pizza hut or like mm-hmm. i don't remember what what dominos or i can't remember what's the name of the restaurant but it was a pizza place so i ordered pizza this day uh, and for the, i was unlucky to eat it in the reception <laughs> and joey barrington <laughs> saw me by that by that time and the next day so i took omar musa's spot in the tournament to play the last match of the day and i had a very tough draw i wasn't expecting to to win all that matches and reach the semi finals so every day i come back uh, the kitchen at the hotel was closed uh, the restaurants were closed so the only option was uh, ordering pizza and every time i eat it down in the reception and they see me so i was eating pizza almost every day so <laughs> from that day until now they <laughs> they think i'm a pizza lover Okay yeah yeah I think yeah I think the joke yeah and part of the joke is that uh yeah you'll eat, you'll eat just about anything burgers pizza uh, but I I highly doubt that I mean you you look extremely fit and you look like you, you know, take like care of yourself I've I've been working with uh, one of the best uh, uh, nutritionists in 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 Egypt his uh, his uh, the nutrition of uh, the best soccer team in in Egypt uh okay. I've I've been you know in the uh pre in in the five months off i gained nine kilos i reached 90, 79 kilos i've never ever been to uh, uh this number you know in, uh, in kilos and ever so this this number i went to him and we worked for uh, two months uh so i gained seven kilos uh to 79 i'm normally 72 i reached to mm. 79 with uh and then when i went to him we started working uh he actually was very strict with me with the diet meal um uh, but the end at the end like one week before the tournament i was uh 70 kilos i lost 9 kilos in two wow. months i've never also ever been in the 70s so uh, uh normally normally i'm uh, i i watch i watch the way I'm very strict with uh, with the way I eat. I also have a uh, a good wife which takes mm. care of my my meals. Very uh, important. My parents my mom yeah my also my mom was always uh, uh, used to take care of the way I eat and she was you know because I live very far to the club so she used to do like lunch boxes for, like for breakfast lunch dinner. Because yeah. I used to stay out home the whole day, so she didn't want me to eat, you know, from outside. So she used to do the whole meals. Right. My wife is uh, is very strict with herself with the way she. Uh, yeah. Well, she that's the beauty she, of it now, isn't it? Like the the lady, my wife's the same way. The the ladies, yeah, days, they really just, uh, they know what they're doing uh, in terms of uh, you know being strict with their diets and eating the yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's nice. Like it's nice to because she's. Uh, she takes care of herself also so uh, the way she eats is exactly the way i eat so you know she she supports me in a way uh, even if i if, if i have an early training and she doesn't have like something to wake up for early she still before she sleeps she 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 makes my breakfast she prepares food for me so uh, uh, she's she just great and uh, so i'm 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 looking uh i'm looking uh in a very good way of the way i eat uh, i think i'm uh, i'm doing good in this and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, 
Well, I'll, I'll make sure that Joey listens, uh, listens to this. And so now, now we all get the, the, the story behind the pizza, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Well, Kareem, I know you've got to run. Uh, really appreciate your time. I enjoyed chatting with you and uh, all the best in the upcoming events. All the best. I know you're still a newlywed. You only recently got married. All So congratulations on that as well. And uh, really, really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you. Me too. Well, just like a kid in a candy store, episode 164 coming to an end. Kareem Abdul-Gawad, we want to thank him so much for taking the time out uh, during the uh, season-end championships. I know he's got a, a few big matches ahead of him, so we want to wish him all the best uh, going forward in that. Hopefully he uh, gets that in-squash podcast karma that helped him uh, uh, overcome Ali uh, last night. Hopefully that continues on forward going forward in the event. And uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've got some really uh, excellent ones already completed and some more upcoming. We're going to have uh, Alan Thatcher, the man behind World Squash Day. World Squash Day is 10 days away. So uh, he'll be coming on early next week to take us through uh, what what's going on for World Squash Day. We've also got Jamie Haycox. He's got his own podcast called uh, Squash Tourist and Friends. We've got Jamie uh, Abbott, I believe. Uh, he's with Squash Analytics, uh, uh, Cross Court Analytics, and he's going to be talking about the analytics involved in this new uh, venture that he has, and, and it's quite interesting. So there's plenty to look forward to uh, on the podcast in the upcoming weeks. Stay tuned for that play well i hope you're playing uh, your squash this week i've got a game uh, tomorrow looking forward to that looking forward to getting out doing so a bit a little bit of uh, a few uh, pressure uh, pressure games maybe and then some match play to finish off to test uh, the fitness test the legs legs are feeling good lungs are feeling good hope you are too uh, don't forget please share this with uh, with your friends in your squash community uh, share it within the, the club that you play at if you're if you're back playing again uh, on Twitter Facebook Instagram all that jazz uh, please give us a like give us a tweet give us a shout out uh, really appreciate all of that from all of you all the best with your squash Stay tuned for the episodes that are upcoming. They're going to come uh, fast and furious. I've got quite a few uh, ready to go. So, But I hope you enjoyed Kareem Abdul-Gawad. It was fantastic to have him on. I've been trying for about a year or so, and we finally made it happen, and it was well worth it. So uh, thanks to Kareem. Thanks to you, and uh, all the best, everyone. Goodbye now.